December 8th, part of the glory of heaven that was straight down to earth. On December 8th, Joachim was woken up by Mama. She ruffled his hair and said, Time to get up, Joachim. It's half past seven, and you start school early today. He sat up in bed. The first thing he thought was the magic advent calendar hanging above his head. Mama seemed to read his mind. But you have time to open the advent calendar. Joachim thought quickly. He thought so quickly that there was room for an awful lot of thoughts before Mama went on. Aren't you going to open it? I'd like to see it too. No, thought Joachim. He couldn't open the magic advent calendar while Mama was watching. I don't think you're quite awake yet, Mama said. Perhaps you'll let me open the advent calendar today? No, said Joachim, so loud and clear that Mama jumped. I'll wait till I come home from school because I have more time then. He jumped out of the bed quickly to be certain Mama wasn't going to open the calendar. Of course you do, whatever you want, she said. She went out the kitchen while Joachim got dressed. When he came home from school, a man was standing outside the garden gate. Since he didn't know the man, Joachim pretended he hadn't seen him. He opened the gate and closed it after him. Then the stranger walked towards him. Is your name Joachim, he asked. Joachim stopped on the path that Papa had almost cleared of snow and turned towards the man. He was very old. He looked very kind too. All the same, Joachim didn't like someone he didn't know to know his name, but he had to answer. Yes, he said, that's me. The man nodded. He came right up to the gate. He was wearing a green felt hat. I thought so. He had an odd accent. Perhaps he wasn't Norwegian. You've received a fine advent calendar, haven't you? Joachim gave a start. How did the man know that? A magic advent calendar, Joachim said. A magic advent calendar, yes. Price 75 euro. My name's John. I sell flowers at the market. Joachim stood still. In his advent calendar, he had read about people who had suddenly seen an angel. Now it was almost as he has been visited by an angel himself. He knew this meeting with the flower seller was important and he wanted to say something serious, but he only managed, um, how, did you, how did you know where I lived? John chuckled. Good question, my boy, he said. I often go into the bookshop, you see. I like it there. So I wanted to hear where the old calendar had ended up. It was a good thing your father forgot his driver's license. If he hadn't, it would have been much more difficult for me to find you. But I expect you'd have come to see me at the market sooner or later, don't you think? Joachim nodded. He had thought of it. Did you know there were some mysterious pieces of paper in the advent calendar, he asked. The old man smiled with an air of secrecy. If there's anyone in the whole world who does know, it must be me. Now you know too. Is it homemade? Completely homemade, yes, and very old. But that's an old story too. Have you opened the advent calendar today? Joachim shook his head. I have to do it when Mama and Papa aren't looking because I don't want them to know about the pieces of paper. 
I'm going to wrap them up on Christmas Eve and put the package under the Christmas tree for them. That's a very good idea, said John. But what about yesterday? Did the pilgrims take a sheep with them from the old castle on Finn? And did the angel Ephiriel say, fear not to the sentries of the castle? Jachm was almost scared because John knew all about it. Did you make the magic advent calendar, he asked. Yes and no. Jachm was afraid John might leave, so he quickly asked another question. Has it all really happened or have you made it up? John looked serious. It's all right to ask, but it isn't always so easy to answer. Joachim said, I wondered if Elizabeth in the magic advent calendar is the same as the Elizabeth whose picture was in the bookstore. So he told you about the old picture, said John, sighing. Well, I have nothing to hide anymore. I'm too old for that now, but it isn't Christmas yet. So we've better talk about Elizabeth another time. He took a step back. Zabet Tebas, he mumbled by himself. Joachim didn't understand, but perhaps he hadn't been meant to hear. Finally, John said, I must go now, but we'll meet again, for that old story links us human beings together. He walked away at a brisk pace. Joachim was annoyed that he hadn't had time to ask more questions. He definitely should have asked whether the big calendar picture was gradually changing as he read the pieces of paper. He hurried into the house and opened the calendar door with the number eight on it. Today there was a picture of a shepherd carrying a lamp on his shoulders. Jakob On one of the last days of the year 1499 after Christ, four sheep, one shepherd, one king of the Orient, one angel, and a little girl from Norway jumped out of a boat that had brought them across the little belt to Jutland. Thank goodness, exclaimed Kaspar as they stepped on land. Yes, it'll be a long time before we have to do that again, said Joshua. The angel Ephiriel nodded. Verily I say unto you that we will cross the sea only one more time before we get to Bethlehem. Elizabeth had no idea what they were talking about. Isn't it still terribly far to Bethlehem, she asked. Yes, indeed, said the angel. It is far and many hundreds of years too. But we have only one more sea to cross. That won't happen until we get to the Black Sea. They came to a town on the inland end of a fjord. At one end of the town was a large fortress. This town is called Kolding and is in South Jutland, said the angel Ephiriel. It has been an important trading center for hundreds of years. The fortress is called Koldinghus, and the kings of Denmark have often lived here. The time is 1488 years after Christ's birth. Joshua struck the ground with his crock. To Bethlehem! To Bethlehem! They came to the top of a ridge with a fine view over the countryside. Flowers grew everywhere, so it must be early summer. Elizabeth pointed down as she ran. Look at the lovely wildflowers, she said. The angel nodded mysteriously. They are part of the glory of heaven that has strayed down to earth, he explained. You see, there is so much glory in heaven that it's very easy for it all to spill over. Elizabeth pondered the angel's words and hid them in her heart. 
Suddenly, the shepherd stopped and pointed at a little flock of sheep. A lamp is missing. He needed to say no more, for they all saw that the earth had seemingly swallowed up the little lamp with the bell. Where is it? asked Elizabeth. Joshua shook his head. Usually they are so sweet and their fleece so white that they are a delight to the eye, but they are also so wild that they are almost uncontrollable. It doesn't always help to put a bell on them. If I'm watching one lamp, the other will suddenly vanish. And when I find a second lamp, all of a sudden the first lamp will decide to leave the flock. Shepherding is a difficult job, and it's especially difficult to herd sheep all the way to Bethlehem. As it is written, now I must leave the other sheep to look for the one lamp that is missing. Elizabeth felt her eyes fill with tears, but just then a man appeared over the crest of the bridge. He was wearing clothes exactly like Joshua's. On his shoulders, he was carrying the lamp with the bell. He is one of us, said Ephiriel. The man put the lamp down at Elizabeth's feet. He held out his hand to Joshua and said, I'm Jacob the shepherd and the second of the shepherds in the field. Now I'll help to care for the flock that's going to Bethlehem. Elizabeth clapped her hands. Joshua struck the ground with the crock and said, To Bethlehem! To Bethlehem! As they passed the old market town of Flensburg, the angel Ephiriel said, The time is 1402 after the birth of Christ. We shall soon be crossing the border into Germany and driving into the depth of the Middle Ages. Joachim stood lost in thought. The angel Ephiriel had said that the wildflowers were part of the glory of heaven that had strayed down to earth because there's so much glory in heaven that it's easy for it to spill over. Probably only a flower seller could write something like that. He didn't tell Mama and Papa that John had visited him. If he told them about that, he would have to give away the secret of the scraps of the paper too. Joachim now had so many secrets to keep that his head might split at any moment.